The Detroit Tigers fumble a sweep, but still get a series victory in Arizona. All today on Locked On Tigers. You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. June 27th, 2022. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay. Series victory for the Tigers in uh, in Arizona. First time they'd been out to, uh, to to play Arizona in Arizona in, I want to say, half a decade. I want to say it was about five years, 2017. Uh, so getting going out there and getting a series dub is nice. Also, I am I'm sick. I'm sick as a dog. So if I sound, uh, whatever, sick, then that, you, you know why. I apologize if it, if it affects the quality. I hope it doesn't too bad. But, um, yeah. There you go. Get that out of the way early. Um, but, the t- I mean, look, the big thing this weekend was the offense finally woke up. Uh, it, you know, about time. But but the offense was really, really solid this entire weekend. Really solid. Run totals of 5, 6, and 7. You're going to win a lot of ball games when you're averaging 6 runs a game. Let me tell you. Uh, 2 of 3. We had a sweep in our hands. We'll, we'll talk about game three and just the absolute implosion that was the pitching in the series finale. Uh, pretty much nobody that took the bump on Sunday was uh, was very effective. So we will talk about that. But, you know, the pitching in the first two games was really solid, I thought. Um, and, and then even like going back to the Boston series, I didn't think the pitching was that poor in uh in in boston uh the offense certainly could have been a lot better um the offense has been significantly better since riley green got called up uh again you know you you averaged uh what less than than three runs a game in boston so that's obviously a, a rough go but since green got called up i mean 14 runs seven runs then two four two in boston and then five six seven like i said in arizona so um the offense is has certainly seem to have found some life. And, and a lot of that is just a lot of players that have been really struggling all year, finally getting hot. Javi Baez, the most notably, absolutely stayed on fire this weekend. Uh, I know Sunday wasn't uh, a brilliant performance by him in the plate 0 for 4, but uh, that ended like almost a 10-game hitting streak and almost all of his hits in that streak were extra base hits on top of that. He was seriously one of the best hitters on the planet for the last uh, 10 games before Sunday. So, um, really, really, and, and I mean, Friday, look, and, and like, that's the other thing, you know, you, you want to talk about maybe blanketing, not a, uh, I blanketing, I guess maybe the right word. Javi Baez covered up what probably wasn't a very good offensive performance by the Tigers on Friday. Uh, the Tigers win that one five to one. There's the Javi grand slam, which was great. And then besides that, it was it, it was not a whole lot of uh, of very much. We had one extra base hit outside of the Javi Baez grand slam on Friday. Um, Robbie Grossman had, had a really good 
uh, or solid, I guess. He had the other RBI in that game as well. Um, a lot of people getting hits. Just, again, a lot of singles. A lot of singles. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to just see continue. And, and Saturday was, was one of them, honestly. We'll talk about Saturday. We'll get its own thing. That was one of the most exciting games of the entire season. Um, and, and, and Sunday, certainly, as well. We had a lot more extra base hits on Sunday as well. Had a lot more momentum offensively. Friday was just, you know, Javi kind of bailed out another same old, same old performance by the offense. Uh, so thankful for Javi in that sense. He's been weirdly in the field. It, it hasn't really cost us too terribly much runs as of late, right? Um, it, there are points of the season where it has, but of late, he just like he's been knocking balls, ground balls down in the field. Like they 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 either sneak up on him or hit him in the chest or hit him in the leg or hit him in the the, the heel of the glove and and pop out and uh, he, he's getting a lot of people out on the second chance, which is like, I guess he's still getting people out, but it happened like three times this weekend alone. It was really kind of strange. Uh, made a heck of a play, heck of a tag on uh, on Sunday. Um, so, you know, experience Javi Baez. That's, that's kind of what we expected. He's on an absolute heater right now. We knew that his whole career is pretty much hot and cold streaks, just all mixed around with each other. Um, and he had just not been on that hot streak yet in the Tigers uniform. So he's been on a heater. That was nice to see. Like I said, continued throughout the entire weekend, uh, up until Sunday, Riley green is, was the story of Saturday, I guess. Uh, it wasn't even like super, super great offensively in this one. I had a couple of singles this weekend, but as a whole really just was big for, for the glove, right? That was, that was, that He's him. He's him. I'm really pumped to talk about it. Like I said, Saturday specifically uh, was one of the coolest Tiger games and the most fun and enjoyable Tigers games uh, that I've watched. One of the most all year, for sure. It's up there. I don't know. I'd have to really think about if it was number one. Opening day is is pretty hard to top, I guess. Uh, but but as far as pure enjoyment and like fun a- after you know the final out, you're like, damn, like that was a super cool game. Saturdays is certainly up there for quite a few reasons. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll talk about that. Um, as far as the pitching goes, this is the thing with where this team is at, right? There is, for a long time this season, it was, you know what? This offense is absolutely putrid, but the pitching is keeping our heads above water. The pitching is is keeping us alive. It's preventing us from having like the worst record in the history of baseball. Uh, it, it, it was the sole reason that that we any amount of success we had in, in May and April uh, and early June, really most of the season came because we had such good such, both starting pitching and bullpen was obviously fantastic for the longest time. Um, and, and there's still good pieces and I still have faith in our bullpen but definitely slowing down a little bit definitely some players in there that are slowing down and and the starting pitching I think we're finally those injuries that that have just plagued this starting pitching staff are finally catching up to us we were able to run away from them for a while we really were we were able to, to to hide it and and run from it and and not let it catch up to us for a long time a lot of great performances by by young players. Uh, Chris Fetter being Chris Fetter, we we really did avoid it for a long time, but it's looking like it's finally starting to catch up with us. 
Uh, Bo Brisky on Sunday was was some of the worst we've seen him at, at the major league level so far. Uh, really, really struggled. Alex Fiedo got out of it, you know, with with uh, uh, putting us in a success to win, and we did win, so it's all good. Um, but he was not as he has not been as sharp in his last four outings as he was for the first whatever six seven uh so that that's a huge difference and then ronnie garcia for as as few as little damage as he ended up giving up on on the scoreboard uh ronnie garcia you know the underlying numbers will tell you he got a little lucky maybe um it was I'm not going to expect any more out of Ronnie Garcia. That, that's the the most I'm ever going to expect out of Ronnie Garcia. That was a a very good performance from Ronnie, and I'm very very glad he was able to go out there. All I'm saying is long term. I'm not sure how often we're going to be able to to rely on Ronnie Garcia being a a, a once every fifth day you know starting pitcher. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about the pitching and and maybe the steps back that we're starting to take. It's just really frustrating. The offense finally wakes up, and then the pitching loses us a game. Like that's so on brand and so unbelievably frustrating. But we'll take deeper dives into uh, in, into everybody this weekend. And, and like I said, highlight Saturday specifically because that game was super fun for a lot of reasons. First, though, I got to tell y'all about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens. I take them every single morning green powder you mix with your water you shake it up you just have it you know before you eat breakfast every morning and it really is unbelievably life-changing is honestly the word i use i i I use it every single morning i continue to re-up every single month it is fantastic and it's so good for your digestive health uh just your health in general Uh, i mean it's lifestyle friendly keto paleo vegan dairy free gluten free whatever it accommodates all of it less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals no artificial anything and on top of all that it tastes pretty good it it's really is unbelievable and it's a product that i swear by so go check out athleticgreens.com and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. That's athleticgreen.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also got to tell you all about our friends over at Blue Nile, the original online jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question, you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at bluenile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile bench jeweler, jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is truly one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat, they help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So make your moment sparkle with the jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Tigers listeners are getting $50 off of purchases $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. So use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. All right. Back here for segment two at Locked On Tigers. 
Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Uh, thank you for putting up with my um, sickness. I know that, like I said, I, I, I don't want it to, I don't want anything I do to hinder the quality, but at the same time, I got a job to do. So we're here uh, and hoping that it doesn't just equate to a garbage product. But um, Tigers take the series. Let's take a look at some of the pitching performances. We talked a little bit about Ronnie Garcia before the break. Um, just like very clearly was, I mean, seven whiffs is like not bad in 81 pitches, right? And, and he pitched in a game in which we only gave up one run. Like Ronnie Garcia was 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 really, really effective in this one. Five and a third, three hits, one run, two walks, three Ks. It's just like the CSW percentage is 23%. That's that's pretty low for an overall outing, right? So that that just again, and like with that few of whiffs, like it it kind of just all points to, you know, sustainability. Like if that was a better team, if that was a power hitting team, and we saw we've seen him pitch against the Yankees and 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 such. So um, the Diamondbacks don't have a very good offense at all. They're right down there with us in some of the worst offenses in baseball this season. I'm pretty sure they have the lowest team batting average in all of baseball. Um, it, it, th- that offense is, is really brutal so far this year, especially the last month and a half as well. Um, so if there was ever a, a, a team to go in and give up low run totals, it, it, it's certainly either us or the Arizona Diamondbacks. So uh, I'm glad that Ronnie was able to go in and do. And look, the, the biggest thing for me, <clears throat> excuse me, is just if he can, these guys that are just filler pitchers, I really just want them to go as deep as possible into these games with us still being in the game. That's the goal. And like, that's sad that we're in June and, and that's what we're trying. You know, that's the goal. But it is because what else are we going to do? The hand we were dealt, we've had a ton of injuries, really bad luck in that regard. And so Ronnie Garcia is part of your pitching one every fifth day rotation, like your actual rotation. So you just hope that that you don't have to burn too terribly much of the bullpen and, and put him out there for as long as you're comfortable. And he certainly was able to do that. So with all that being said, I'm, I'm really, really – uh, I, he was solid. I was very, uh, I, I was impressed by Ronnie Garcia and he got us a win. So, so big ups to Ronnie. The bullpen on Friday was fantastic. Alex Lang goes out there, had another walk and his command has been shaky the last like three or four outings in a row now, which is kind of concerning, but no runs given up to, to his credit. And uh, one strikeout. Michael Fulmer was absolutely fantastic. Did have the one walk as well, but was really, really solid. Andrew Chafin was really solid. And then Gregory Soto pitched maybe the best inning of his season. I'm not kidding. That his Greg, well, his Saturday was was dang good as well. So uh, Gregory Soto, you know, the two appearances soon after his, his complete meltdown. Uh, where everybody had to have an opinion on Gregory Soto. He then comes out and, and gives two of his best outings of the entire season. So that is uh, very on brand, I would say, and and somewhat frustrating. But for what it's worth, he looked incredible. The command was really solid out of nowhere and uh, not out of nowhere. It, it's just, you know, four-run game and a three-run game. So he goes out there and, he, and he's prime Greg Maddox, like, with a hundred mile an hour stuff. It, it's just experience Gregory Soto. The slider worked really well on Saturday too. 
Uh, on Saturday, Michael Fulmer also pitched in that one. He was really solid. Uh, Joe Jimenez, two strikeout. Joe Jimenez, if you remove like two or three blow-up outings where he gave up like eight runs combined between them, uh, he's got a ridiculous ERA. And uh, he has been unbelievably impressive this season. Like I said, it really is only two or three just like really, really bad blow-up outings. And besides that, that's why reliever ERA is so weird because it takes so much like scoreless one-inning performances to lower it. And then one bad one can spike it up. So he's got a three five eight, which isn't even that bad. And and theoretically, you know, that that's two or three bad days at the office for him. It's not even like a complete consistent thing he's been really really solid this year so i just want to give him his flowers and then tyler alexander pitched in this one uh, on saturday as well alex fiedo so fiedo uh in this one it really was the command and the the command for fiedo like i said in the in the first segment has kind of struggled the last like three or four outings in a row now He, he has really struggled with his command really high pitch counts uh, not that he only went four innings, three hits, three runs, three walks and four strikeouts. So, I, I mean, you know, leaving the game with only three runs against, like if you go six, that's a quality start, right? Six and three is, is a quality start. So o- only three runs against, but, but four innings, man, really, really 75 pitches in those four innings of work. Um, just seven whiffs, I, I guess is pretty average, but he, he was getting really hard all night. Uh, and, and yeah, 94 mile an hour ad, average exit velocity on 11 balls put in play. He was not fooling too many people in that one. Didn't throw the change up very much, which we talked about last time. I would like him start to throw more, but at the end of the day, he's still young enough in his career what he's got to do where he's, he's has to do what he's comfortable with. Um, and, and that seems to be mostly four seam and slider just a, uh, uh, I mean, like, there's not too much else to say. The, the command wasn't there. That's really all it comes down to. The fastball command wasn't there. The slider command uh, was there a, at times. There was a couple of swings and misses that led to strikeouts, but nothing, not, you know, it, it wasn't. We've seen the, the ceiling with Alex Fido. We've seen the potential for him to be this really, really good uh, pitcher with a really, really effective slider. Um, in the last three or four starts, just hasn't had it. And, and the stuff is not the problem, which I guess is good news. Like, at least the stuff isn't flat and, and uh, you know, he's forgetting how to throw certain pitches or make certain pitches move. Um, but the, the control really has not been very great. And that's something that we're going to have to keep an eye on going forward. It's also really tough to be, like, super overly critical of some of these guys. And I know that, you know, some people might think that's soft or whatever, but you know, these dudes weren't expected to be once every fifth day starters for this team. And, and they also didn't expect for the first 10 outings of their major league career to get zero run support. It it's really is a frustrating situation all around for them. They're getting rushed and asked to fill shoes that um, they weren't expected to, to, to fill. And so here we are. So Alex Fajardo, Stroll with command, and then Bo Brisky uh, on Sunday. We don't even have to go like too, too much in depth on him because there's not really much to get in depth about. He really, really struggled. That was one of the, like I said, one of the um, performances uh, in his entire major league career so far. That might be the one. Um, 
that that I think he struggled with the most, I guess is the way to put it. Really not great. Final line. Uh, oh, I lost it. All right, let's just go to our ad break and we'll finish up on the other side. So let me tell you all about betonline.ag. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, live betting, esports, scores, and more. They remain the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, everybody, we are back here for our third and final segment at Locked on Tigers. Bo Brisky, uh, we, we don't have to go too much in on uh, on Bo. Three and two-thirds, five hits, five runs, three walks, and two strikeouts. Um, yeah, j- just didn't have it. Only five whiffs in 75 pitches. Not great. A CSW percentage of 19%. Called strikes plus whiffs. 19% is awfully low. That That is awfully low. Um, only had two pitches that even recorded called strikes. Six times for the four-seam fastball. Three times for the slider. Zero called strikes in 19 thrown pitches for the changeup. And zero in six attempts for the sinker. Just didn't have it. 92 mile an hour exit velocity. I, I don't think the stuff was the problem. I, I, I still think, <clears throat> excuse me, his stuff plays really solid four seam fastball. Got somebody up in the zone with it in the first inning. I really like that pitch sequencing. And, and I don't think the pitch sequencing is a big problem or was necessarily a big problem in this one. Uh, sometimes you just don't have the command to, to get people to bite and you're, you're not missing barrels either. And that's really what happened. And this has kind of been, I don't want to say inevitable because nothing's really inevitable, but uh, he's been, there's been some games where he's had only given up a couple of runs and been hit really hard. And so you kind of figured that eventually he was going to have a game where it didn't go that way. And he got hard, hit hard, and he gave up a lot of runs. And that's what we're seeing here is ERA in the year is now four, five, five. Um, look, I, I still think Bo's going to be fine again, asked to, to fill a lot bigger shoes. We can argue his ceiling until we're blue in the face. The fact of the matter is on June 27th, 2022, he has to be in your starting rotation. And so he's going to keep going out there once every fifth day. Hopefully he keeps improving the big one with this again, command was just really brutal. Three walks for Bo Brisky. We've talked about a lot at, at nauseum this season how the Chris Fetter method with pitchers early on is you throw strikes you throw strikes you you do not beat yourself you throw strikes he was missing out of the zone he was missing in the zone he was missing just about everywhere really really rough outing for Bo um then the bullpen was also like not good at all on Sunday Alex Lang pitched one out did not look very good in it Willie Peralta out of nowhere has a walks problem and not out of nowhere, meaning today out of nowhere, this season out of nowhere, he, he's been walking people a ton this season, 
but he had a sub two ERA and he's everybody's favorite Al Avila find. So he doesn't get the heat that Gregory Soto gets. He's also not the closer, which is totally fair. Um, but he's been walking people at a pretty high clip so far this year. Go check out Willie Peralta's K to walk ratio. It's not too pretty. Um, Walked two more in this one. Only got out of the, the inning by giving up one run, which was nice. But it, it was it was an ugly inning. Will Vest did not look very good at all. His ERA is now 3-7 because he gave up five in this one. He had a walk. He was hanging sliders all over the place. Uh, just a, a really, really – and then Jason Foley, who has been fantastic the last, like, two, three weeks even. Um, two hits, two walks. Just nobody had command. Nobody. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We walked eight people. We walked eight Arizona Diamondbacks today. Or we walked them eight times, I should say. Not great. Not going to win too many games when you're when you're walking eight. And again, they were missing in the zone too, which is really what it came down to. Uh, so really, really tough outing on Sunday. That being said, still a series dub. I know it's a sour taste in your mouth when the last game you lose, but series dub headed into an off day, headed into a week where you got a couple of off days uh, thanks to a two-game set against San Francisco. Let's talk about Saturday. We'll end the show on, on a high note. 6-3 to three victory on Saturday. This was one of the most fun Tigers games of the year because Riley Green was Superman. Unbelievable catch. I'm assuming everybody that's listening to this show has seen it, so I'm not going to, you know, we don't have to pull it up or anything. Um, but unbelievable catch. 10% catch probability, I'm pretty sure. Just absolutely insane. Great route, great jump, needed to dive, laid all the way out. Textbook. It was absolutely beautiful. Sports Center, uh, MLB official account everything it was the big talk on social media it was awesome see the tigers get in the limelight there in a game that we won too that's always nice so you have that <clears throat> then you have javi baez with a couple of knocks in this one a run scored good base running javi's obviously a big thing big very controversial but big off-season acquisition then Miguel Cabrera getting a hit is always big. Harold Castro goes three for four. That dude's amazing. But the biggest thing is then Cody Clemens, three-run homer to take the lead late, and then they hold on for the victory. Um, it, it's just it, it was fun to see a game where the kids really stood out like that. Maybe kids is even just like the new acquisitions. And, and the people that, that have had to get called up that weren't expected to get called up. And and, and the, the kind of just everything about Saturday was super fun. I know he, he wasn't fantastic, but, like, if you would have said three years ago, hey, the Tigers are going to win the game 6-3 to three in Arizona. Alex Fajardo is going to start. Cody Clemens is going to hit a three-run homer. And Riley Green is going to make a Sports Center top 10 catch. I think a lot of people would have been pretty excited about the future. And obviously one game doesn't change the direction of the season. We lost literally 24 hours, less than 24 hours later, but watching Saturday's game was just super, super fun. Super fun game. I had a great time. 
I had a great time watching. <laughs> There's your endorsement. I had a great time watching the Detroit Tigers. Um, so I, I just thought that that was something we could have talked about, like it, really a, a guaranteeing a series win. The bullpen looks great. Just a, a really fun game. Man, that catch was unbelievable, eh? It really was. And then he made the sliding catch a little later. That one wasn't as cool, but it was still cool. And then he had another diving catch on Sunday. Uh, not as low of a catch probability and not as, like, absolutely ridiculous as, uh, you know, the ones on – or the one big one on Saturday. But uh, there was one inning – I tweeted out there was one inning. Um, I think it – I think it was – Oh, it was the bases loaded inning. That doesn't even narrow it down. <laughs> where uh, the, the the inning where he did make the one diving catch, it was a sack fly, obviously. And then the next one had like a 750 XBA as well, expected batting average as well. He was able to corral both of them. Uh, the second one even standing up. He, he's just, he's so good. He's here and it's so fun. He's, he's looking really good at the plate. I know we're still, everybody's desperately waiting for like that, like big, you know, like extra base hit. <clears throat> Cause he still always only hit singles, but his approach at the play looks really solid. And defensively, he's absolutely fantastic. He's looked really, really, really good. And I'm really pumped that he's here. And it, it makes this season and this team a little bit more enjoyable as we head uh, into the dog days of the summer day off tomorrow. Then we head to San Francisco two games set against San Fran then after that, we start the AL Central gauntlet that we've been talking about here for the last, uh, whatever, week now. We've been talking about, you know, once July comes around, a lot of AL Central opponents. After San Fran, it's literally only AL Central until the All-Star break. And I, and I think it's more games than, than number of days in that stretch as well. It's going to be a real grind. And I think that that... If you don't think the nail in the coffin has already been put, which a lot of you do, which is totally fair, this stretch could make or break what little hope a lot of people have left. So we'll see how it goes. Thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. For your next listen, check out Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts as well, including YouTube, just like us. Kerry Carpenter gets called up to AAA, by the way. Uh, he was the AA leader in home runs and uh, got called up to AAA heading into the weekend. Um, already has hit a home run in his first game. Got a lot of extra base hits. He's st- Kid stays hot. We'll see what happens the rest of the year with him. All right. I need to go and t- <laughs> no, take a nap. Golly. Um, not feeling great. But that's all right. The show goes on. Off day tomorrow. We'll figure out something fun to talk about. Uh, maybe more news and notes, prospects, whatever. We'll figure it out. It'll be a good listen as always. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. And I will catch you all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.